Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-hosts, Justin Pennick and Danny King is joining us. It is our 4th of July mailbag. It's our annual 4th of July mailbag. The episode before the 4th of July, we do a mailbag where we are not doing Giants talk. Might be a little Giants, like, you know, sprinkled in there, but it's, like, if you are just strictly, like, I want to hear news, thoughts, and analysis on the Giants... Turn off this episode. This is episode. It's talking about us hypotheticals. It's a, it's a fun dumb episode. And then next week, uh, we we'll, we we take a vacation, but we'll have a couple episodes out. Justin, how are you? Hey, Danny King. Hey, Bobby happy Skinner. Happy Fourth of July. Um, happy Happy Fourth of the Glizzy. Um, you know, fireworks. It's gonna be raining in a. In the East Coast, the Tri-State area, at least for the weekend. But then Sunday, it should be nice, not too hot for the 4th of July. Uh, I'm excited. This is a fun, fun episode. Uh, I really did miss Danny King. Can I just say, what's on my mind right now, I, I see him at the bottom of my screen on Zoom. And he's growing out the hair a little bit. And I and I love it. He's got, like, the bangs going on. Danny King, how the hell are you? It's so great to see you. It's great to see you guys, too. I'm also ready for it for it, to watch Joey Chestnut just chow down on about 60 glizzies in a matter of minutes, and it's going to be glorious. It's a great way to celebrate America's birthday. It's even better to do a random mailbag on July 4th and just have fun. Nothing better than having fun. Every every single year we do this. I The 4th of July is my clear-cut favorite holiday. Like It, it is by far my favorite holiday. It has everything you want. It has random sports like the hot dog contest is must view is is must watch tv every single year you have the beach you have good food and you got fireworks like it's it is the best holiday in the world and i won't let people take away from it um so i i am very i am very excited you know what sucks is that we kind of know joey chestnut's gonna win the hot dog contest every year though like there it used to be some surprises and i guess joey chestnut was a surprise i would like to see somebody else like just Somebody eventually has to take over the Joey Chestnut reign in the hot dog contest. I think it would only happen the day Joey Chestnut dies. It's the only, I don't know any man that can chow down on that many hot dogs in that time frame. It's I remember, I remember when the records were like 30-something, and now they are at like 80. It's, it's, it's disgusting. You guys talked about weather. We might be getting a hurricane in the, the, uh, the Sunshine State. Have you guys seen oh, this, this is just this is just awesome for you. This is this is your prime time. This is to my shine. element. This is where I thrive. <laughs> this is when Bobby is at his best. Right. It's called Tropical Storm Elsa. Look, Google it right now. Google Tropical Storm Elsa, and it's like supposed to get to a Category Two and like come to Florida. And whenever it says it's going to be a Category Two, it ends up being like a Category Four or Five. So. Um, you gonna set off fireworks during the tropical storm? We'll see. Ooh. We'll see. We did last time. You know what? A exclusive Patreon stream of Bobby Skinner hurricane hunting. There will be, be content. content. Now, last time I did it, I felt a little corny, and it's like, okay, you know, I, I deleted a lot of it. But there will be some type of hurricane content next time. Next time there is one. I mean, we had. I mean, jo- Danny, we recorded her episodes like basically like right before hurricane and after. Like I, I remember us doing like the fifty, the twenty nineteen fifty three man cut uh, roster episode was. Like in, I was me in my brother's room because I didn't stay at my house, or or his spare bedroom on the floor, like literally laying down on the floor, like face down, talking about B.J. Goodson being traded to the Packers. 
You know, we filmed some weird, pl- like, I filmed, we filmed one show on a cruise ship, I was on a cruise ship, and we were just I doing a podcast that. there, did a podcast from you in a random hotel in the Bronx, just, beginning of the show's history, is very strange, very strange places, very strange events that have been filmed in. And I hope it only gets stranger. Um, before we get into the mailbag, I have uh, an idea. So the NCAA is allowing college players to be paid now. We have to get Brandon Jacobs' son to R- Rutgers, and we'll sponsor him. <laughs> like only if he goes to Rutgers, because you have Rutgers fans are going to be Giants fans. Yeah. Um. You know, Penn State. There's a bunch of Giants fans, but there's also a lot of Eagles fans too. Uh, Rutgers has to be the most like clear cut Giants fan, right? Or is what Syracuse be? What What's more Giants fandom, Rutgers or Syracuse? I mean, it, it's Jersey. It's Jersey Rutgers. is Rutgers, and yeah, because Syracuse they're probably more. Buffalo. Talking Giants needs to sponsor Brandon Jacobs' son, and he needs to go to Rutgers. That would do a lot of publicity for us. Brandon Jacobs' son, sponsored by Talking Giants, like having he can put stickers like on his helmet and everything. Like we need to do have that happen. It's crazy that um there was just this one female um uh volleyball player who just approached Barstool <laughs> just out of nowhere and was like, "I want to be a Barstool athlete," and Dave Portnoy was like. Yeah, well, it's like, the Wild you, West right now. I've seen everybody. I've yeah. seen all diff- different types of sponsorships and different. It is the Wild West right now. I'm, I'm excited to see just what happens. Just like I can't wait to look back at this in ten years, like because eventually they'll figure it out how to do it. But right now, it's just it's just chaos, and I kind of love it. And I think the NCAA kind of deserves it for oh yeah dragging their feet so long on this. I don't think there's anything that's been more universally agreed on than uh then, like, college players should at least be able to make money off their own name. Like, I don't think the the university should have to pay them, but make money off their own name? Yeah, they, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to do that. It's yeah. just prime time. Like, there's no regulations against it. It's just make money and just get really rich. Yeah, so... I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not even joking about that. Like, if we have the money to sponsor Braden Jacobs in three years at, at Rutgers... Like I am one hundred percent down on that. So we have we need to get Brandon Jacobs on the show. We need to talk about him playing D line and, and get to the bottom of this crap. And we need to figure out how way to sponsor uh his son. Which feels weird, kinda honestly, but it is what it is. Let us sponsor your son, Brandon. Um we'll just use your son for publicity <laughs> for us. Yep. Hey, money's money. Um so so uh that's that. Anything else that you guys want to get off your chest before we get into the mailbag? Mm, I just missed Danny King. I'm glad he's here. Uh, here's something. I'm annoyed at Justin because he didn't buy a fish. Oh, what I wanted to do was I had a very busy day, Bobby Skinner. I mean, this yeah. is one of my first. It's my first full week full time. I recorded a million shows today, and I wanted to. Well, where's your fish? First of all, I'm not going to buy one if you're not buying one. <laughs> oh, well, um, I wanted to draw a picture. I wanted to draw a picture of a fish in a fish bowl and just put it right here, and then I would have named it Jerry. Solid yeah, we were going to get fish and name them Chris and Jerry. I wonder why. Why Chris and Jerry? <laughs> and Justin's like, I don't, I don't want any responsibility in my life. Um, it's true. <laughs> that's, that's a very good impersonation of me. Justin, just go to the carnival, get one of those goldfish or the plastic bags. They'll be out of your life in about a like goldfish a month. goldfish or a beta fish? Or the, the, you spend less than five bucks... You buy a, a, a glass vase, buy some you know marbles or, or little rocks, and you and and the dechlorinator for the water. You don't even need a filter. Spend less than fifteen bucks, and you got yourself a pet. I mean, I had Look, I had I'm a the pet only, fish uh, named Stephen for like seven years. 
Look, I'm the only beta around here, all right? Oh, well. There we go. All right, send it to Steve. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Bye, guys. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, thanks, Steve from Blue's Clues. Danny, let's get into the mail. All right, the first question is, uh, you know what, this, this is for you, Bobby Justice, from Ethan Audie. He says, if Justin and Bobby joined forces, could you, could you gobble enough glizzies to take down Joey Chestnut? It's, it's a question you got to answer. You know, I actually was in a hot dog contest one time. Oh. It is the most disgusting. I think I had like three and a half. It was, th- which was kind of mean, to be honest. They made the offensive line. In high school, do a hot dog contest in front of the entire school too, which and, a stereotypical. So it was, it was, you know, it was like four or five. I guess it was five of us. My one buddy, he literally starts doing the whole dunking thing, like puts the water in the bread, Oof. and it's like I'm not doing that. That's the grossest thing in the world. And then I just like I was like I can't do this. Like I had maybe three and a half, and then my other buddy lied that he had he ate more. And he and then he won, even though he didn't eat the most. Um, I think he and then won. He was suspended. It was, but yeah, they in front of the entire school they made us do a, a hot dog eating contest, and then they just like, all right, if you want a hot, because they made like ten times too many. They're like, all right, if you want a hot dog, come down and get one. You know, we have such weird like us as Americans, like we like some weird stuff. Like we're just enjoying watching these guys chow down on hot dogs in high school, like on like class night, or whatever they like, have two kids go up there and they put like, I forgot what they put in front of them, but they would just like dive their face in and eat it. And just, it was absolutely hor- horrendous stuff. I felt terrible for these kids, but they volunteered their lives to eat that damn cake. I'm going to say it was a cake. I, I don't, why do we enjoy people eating like this? I don't know, but there's an audience for it. Maybe John Boy Media needs to get on that. Talking glizzies. Boom. Talking glizzies. Um, I can't watch. I know this is like our thing. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm very much like Trailer Park Boys is our thing. I'm a little detached from it. I, I can't watch. I cannot watch hot dog eating content. I can't do it. Can't watch it. See, I'm, little, and I'm, a ver- I, I'm usually like a little more squeamish with that type of stuff, and it's no problem for me. Yeah, I, I, it's like, oh, uh, I'm not gonna get like squeamish and like you know, oh, I can't watch it. But it's just, it's like you're hurting yourself. It, it looks like a person is actually hurting themselves and they're harming themselves. I could also never do it because I'm a very slow eater. I, I probably can survive a marathon of eating hot dogs but it's it's the time factor for me it's the time factor for me that really has the impact I'd, and that's why i wouldn't be able to do I'm it i'm just a big fan of tradition where it's like every year the fourth of july at noon is a hot dog contest at one o'clock is when you kind of like head outside or you go to the beach maybe you go to the beach super early or, or i think this year we have to go to the beach super early because of rain in the afternoon but um you are a big fan of tradition i've noticed this I've learned this about you. I mean, look at it right now. The 4th of July mailbag. That's tradition. And you got I it. love how it was, it was tradition even after one year that you did it. I love that about you. Last time I said something was tradition, I got absolutely obliterated on Twitter. And then I was like, like guys, can we just What was down? that? It was the jersey. The Yankees? No, it's the jersey oh. thing. Oh, yeah. Every time you... Like, hey, no, tradition. It's been one year. I'm like, shut, shut your ass up. I don't care. If you bought a DeAndre Baker jersey, it's officially a tradition. That's... <laughs> That that's as simple as that. Well, it's a it's a great tradition that I wasted a hundred dollars on, 
And next year I get to spend two hundred dollars, even better. Kadarius Tony, what number are you hoping Kadarius Tony wears? Uh, if it's single single digits, that that's my hope. I hope he stays in the single digits because yeah. eighty nine just doesn't fit him. Um, if the player makes the number, the number doesn't make the player. All right, next question. A uh, simple question from Danny Behan at DBHan. He asks, what's your favorite kickoff time, 1, 425, or 825, Justin? Depends if it's a Monday night. Sunday night, it's 830. But then besides that, I'm a sucker for those 1 o'clock games. Just get me get me in the stadium early. Then I can go home and still kind of have a day. But if it's 830, I, there's nothing better than Sunday night at 830. But if it's Monday night, Thursday night, I don't want that. I love the 4:30 games because you get to just sit back, enjoy the one o'clock games. You, you're you're patiently awaiting, but it's like you you're just watching the whole day play out. And then 4:30, it's like you're it's like prime time without having to stay up till midnight or one o'clock and be depressed after we lose uh, another prime time game. Yeah, it's 4:25. Cause put it on red zone from that one to four o'clock window. It's just absolute perfection. The 4:05 ones I hate because you can't watch the end of the one o'clock games. Yeah, that's brutal. It's like I don't do the 405. Four at four twenty-fives, absolute perfection. But the Giants are good enough to get the four twenty-five games, even though they got the four twenty-five. I have tried year. red zone. It's I just can't do it. I have to just sit back and watch a game or switch back and forth. But the constant oh, jumping, no, I, I, I flat out cannot. Last do it. last year is my first year watching red zone, and I fell in love just the jump. It's awesome. back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is. Glo-. I was like, there's so much football in my head, can't even comprehend what I'm watching. I tried. I just flat out can't do it. I think you kind of have to like fantasy football to like Red Zone, too. And, Bobby, you're not the biggest fantasy football fan. I used to like fantasy football, and now that it's gotten so big, I I like fantasy football when I wasn't doing Talking Giants. I had my one league. But, like, the, I, I, I never like fantasy football to where it's like I have five different teams. Like, I just like having yeah. my one team I could spend time on. And I'll I didn't enjoy it as much last year. Wednesdays going through the waiver wire or Tuesdays. I didn't enjoy it as much last year, which I hope I hope I don't start to not enjoy fantasy football because I'm doing football stuff. I didn't enjoy it. I, I just felt like I didn't. I mean, maybe this year because I'm you know full time, I'll have a little bit more time to manage everything. But um, yeah, last year was bad. But uh, Sunday night, I mean, guys, uh, growing up with the Gi- like the Giants would have like three, like I feel like at least two to three. Sunday night football games every single year, you know, basically before, you know, 2017 and then prior. Two to three Sunday night football games every single year. And that is just, it's the best time for football. It really is. You know, it used to be Faith Hill. Faith Hill singing that rendition of I Hate Myself for Loving You, you know, waiting all day for Sunday night. Alan, Alan, John, uh, Alan, yeah, Alan, Chris. Awesome. And Alan, John, we grew, I grew up with Alan, John. For a hot sec. I just w- win this more heartbreak on primetime than I have. When's been. the last time we won a primetime game? Last year. No. Wait. We didn't. We haven't won on Thursday night football the last two years, have we? It, When's the last time we beat anybody not named the Washington football? Oh, no. It was. Uh, t- it was, was the, when did we play the 49ers? Was that 2019? Yeah, that was 20, no, that was 2018. 2018. I think that, that might have been the last football. time. That was the last time we won a primetime yeah. game. I love that. That game was so good. I thought Nick Mullins was about to march down the field and <laughs> get a game with a touchdown on. Nick, so Mullins, I Nick Mullins, he was hot in the streets that around that time. Don't blame him. You know, he's on the Eagles. Did you know that? <laughs> I only found that out recently. I was like, wait, Nick Mullins He's probably Eagle. their best QB, to be honest. I'm not even trying to be funny about that. Jalen Hurts sucks. Is it Kyle Lotta there? No. Oh, no, wait, Poppy, what are you talking about? They have Alex Tanney riding the wings if needed. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Oh, elite. My man is just elite. 
All right. Quarterback room crowded. Next question. Yeah, that's a scary quarterback room. Uh, Eli Wardman asked, moment you thought this thing was actually serious, for me, it was when Art Stapleton uh, yelled at me pretty much. That's when I was like, okay, so now people actually know what we're doing. I was like, that's pretty cool. (laughs) What is... We deleted the tweet to make him happy. I I think we just said, like, the Giants signed Paul Adams as an undrafted free agent. I think that's what it was. And and then Art was not happy with us. And bad guy Danny. Bad guy move. Give, but hey, that's when you know it's serious when you get a beat writer to get really mad at you. Mine was probably a week or two after that when it was like we started getting actual interaction on online, like consistently. I mean, it was really the Daniel Jones draft is what like really like, okay, this is kind of serious. Like like because before that I honestly I was more dedicated to Simple Man Radio. Um and then post draft, I saw the you know one. It was just like okay, these numbers are better than Superman Radio, and they're going up, and we're getting people consistently engaging with us. Um, getting in fights with like Dan Orlovsky and any blue check. Mark. I mean, I was, you know, when you're first starting, you're just on a war path to fight anybody. Um, taking so ass and taking names. I mean, so I guess it was a kind of around this time two years ago. It was like when yeah, you know, I, I mean, we spent the entire summer talking about Daniel Jones, really. For me now, my timeline's a little different because I wasn't with you know I wasn't with you guys for wasn't part of like the team technically for like the first year. Um, I've always taken like everything that I've done very serious, but knowing like knowing that this is serious in terms of like possibly like hey this can actually maybe be something that can be like helpful maybe profitable for us is when we started doing really well on YouTube. So. That's when I'm like, oh, this this is serious, and that's a, this actually can be like a thing that can be like really successful, not just on one platform, but like another platform too. It so. is funny to look back and be like, wow, you were pretty small, but at the time it felt big. And I'm sure when we're doing the Fourth of July mailbag episode next year, it'll be like, wow, imagine how we 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 fell at that time. Because I mean, I, I felt like when I hit a thousand followers, I made a thank you video, you know. <laughs> so and it was like, it was like, oh wow. Um, so I, maybe yeah. next year you guys will have a studio in that small eh, bronze building. I will never. If Justin moves to Florida, yes, we may have a studio. And it makes just no sense. Why would I move to Florida when the Giants are here? Like because Bobby here. just tries to convince me to move to Florida. Like it actually makes some sort of sense when it makes zero sense. It would be better for you personally. It would be better for I'm I'm I I like being a, I don't mind like being apart. But also, you arguing that it would be better for me and, like, our coverage of the Giants if we're all further away from the Giants makes zero sense. Yes, it is. Because it's better for you. It's better for you exactly. if I'm there. Exactly. Yeah, there it's, what's Thank better you. for Bobby. me is better for the show. <laughs> all, all, everything, if, if, it, if it benefits Bobby, that's the only way it could be. Oh, right. Exactly. You would just have, you would have a better um, quality of life in Florida, too, which is, makes for a better show. I love New Jersey so much. You know what? Eli Wartman asked a similar question. I, I was going to ask that one. I, oh, I was going to go to a different question first, then go back to that because the way you mentioned Florida, Brian Porras asked, why does so much crazy things happen in Florida? I think it's just the year-round heat, really. And we're just like a melting pot of America. Yeah, fair. fair that's, that's, that's fair. I think that's a good way to describe it. And then Eli Wartman asked goals for the end of the year. Goals for the end of the year. So I think I mean I have one, I have one that I've told the company and I'll just share it here. Let's go for it here. Um, I you know 
during my kind of like quote unquote interview process, you know, they asked about goals for talking giants. And it's like, I hate setting number goals. It's like, I want X amount of followers. I want X amount of subscribers, whatever. I hate doing that. Cause there's this thing called the rival fallacy where it's like, let's just say if I set a goal by the end of the year that I want 10,000 followers and I get 10,000 followers by October, or November. And it's like, Oh, well, all right. It's just another, I don't, I don't feel any different than I did yesterday, even though I set that goal. Um, or if you don't get it, then it's like, oh, I feel like a failure when maybe it's not a failure. You know, maybe the Giants win two games this year and, you know, we, we don't grow that much. Um, but I don't want to put that energy out there. So what I told them is that by the end of this season, when you turn to a casual Giants fan or a casual Giants fan asks the question of where can I go to to get, you know, Giants analysis, uh, talk, uh, videos, wh- whatever, you know, kind of coverage. I want there to be no doubt when people say talking giants, you know, I already know that we're the best. I already know that we're awesome, but I want there to be no doubt. Like talking giants is the place to go. And I want it to be known like known widely. Speaking of known, did I bring up on the show that I ran into a listener? Oh no. I don't think I brought it up on the show. I know I told you Justin, but I don't think I brought, I ran into a listener at a a Ross. He was wearing a giants hat and I was just like, nice hat, dude. And he was like, nice, nice podcast. I was like, whoa, (laughs) That's kind of crazy. So we talked for a few minutes. Um, I was recognized in a restaurant. Did I ever say it on the show that I was recognized in a restaurant? I don't know, but you're in New Jersey, so I mean, I'm it's, taking it's away from your shine. No, no, <laughs> no. Your, yours is definitely much more impressive. The Twice, actually. I got recognized at a Wawa the day after the season ended. Yeah. Yes. And then I'll get people you who see like the it. stickers around the town who will tweet them. And I, that always gets a really good smile out of me. There you go. Bobby, what's a goal? Danny, you got recognized before any of us did. Did I? Remember, you you know, someone was like at your like school was like, I'm listening to Talking oh, Giants yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that that was funny. I do remember that. <laughs> and then last year, everyone was probably just hearing me talk Giants through my dorm room door and thinking like, this this kid has been talking Giants or talking football for about 12 straight hours at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, the draft the draft day. It's like, dude, Danny, leave your freaking room. Spend seven hours talking we're, about the we're trying to have We're trying to have fun. Please leave. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, my long-term girls are the dom- dominate and have talking football not dominating because that's just impossible for one year. But people will be like, okay, this they're, I want people who – consume talking football content to be a decent number i don't know I, like i said i'm not going to put a certain number on it but i want those people to thoroughly enjoy it like i wanted to have like the baby like stage where it's like everyone that's listening to it really likes it so, so i like that i like that goal yeah man what goal do i have i mean i can't think of like really well what is your goal because you got a couple more years of school like yeah so i got I guess I'm more just at this point, just growing. That that's just more the goal. Just keep growing, see where it goes every single year. Get maybe get a few more followers because that always happens during the football season. That's when I always see my spike. And then, no, but are you are you thinking about doing? I mean, are you? Danny's you're wrote, written on, articles is, for the college. I can't remember the one. Yeah, Daniel. King. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, uh, so this is where I'm going with it. Like, are you thinking? And it's so early on that this is maybe a you know it's going to be a question that's going to change seventeen. You times, get a criminal but, justice degree. Yeah, get a criminal justice. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but are you thinking more or less like written media is where you want to be, or like you know, uh, TV, or you know, what kind of media are you thinking that you want to 
that you that you like so far. I mean, you are a pod, you were a podcast co-host. So. I mean, I I think podcasts. If anything, that's what I want to do. If it was like audio and like visual, like stuff like this. But I think written's probably the way I want to go. I just find like st- like what Zach Rosenblatt does, like those stories he's able to write. I find like really cool being yeah. able to like tell a story through words and all that. Uh, that that's obviously I don't think like he's just amazing at that. But like the written form is where I think I want to yeah. go, and I think those jobs are plentiful like tv you gotta be like really good to get a tv job which reminds me we tried it last year we should reach out to the udfas again and see if we can do something on them um so i'm actually i'm gonna write that down because we tried last year and just didn't work we We got a connection with one of them so how about that um you should probably reach out from the talking shines account that would definitely help more yeah we'll do that all right um next question Next question comes from where? Where was the question? Uh, it comes from the football grump at the football underscore grump. P.S. What's the best pizza topping? I'm gonna be honest. It's barbecue chicken. Oh, eh. yeah, you know I don't eat solid. pork anymore. So when I did eat pork, I mean it's just simple pepperoni. I love Jersey white pizza. So should I? Does that should I say ricotta for that? So, I mean, Jersey white pizza, when it's done well, is my favorite type of pizza. Even when I did eat pork, it was, you know, the white te- pizza from Tony's in Indian Harbor. But you know what's something I do put on pizza a lot now? Jalapenos. Mm. Just, or some type of, like, I, I really don't, I don't eat a, pe- a pizza without peppers now. People like the flavor of the, like, you know, they won't actually put jalapenos on it, but they'll put, like, you know, the pepper flavor on it. Yeah, not fresh jalapenos. Fresh jalapenos will kill you, but, like, you know, pickled jalapenos. Yeah, yeah. I I put that, I put that on, 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 uh, like, almost every pizza now. If if it's not barbecue chicken, it's pepperoni for me. That's just... Well, it's, I... Pepperoni and onion is one for me, and I... I, Is that cheating? But I... I consider it one. Because I, I think when you think of pizza, I feel like pe- – I, I can't really consider pepperoni a topping in a way because, like, I feel like it's just such a thing with pizza. It's almost like it's attached to the pizza. Like, pepperoni is nothing, like, special that jumps out at me. Like, what you said, pepperoni. Yeah, so pepperoni. pepperoni. So that's why it's the yeah. best is because it's it's just – it's 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 with pizza. Yeah. Bacon's good, too, if you have bacon pizza. Bacon's just good on anything. And I know – Bobby, I know you're not a pork. But um, what I've been having recently is um, – Pet, like uh, vodka, vodka sauce. Ooh. Oh, like the vodka sauce. Now it's not. It's just pizza with vodka sauce up to on top and some cheese maybe. But so it's not really like a conventional pizza. But that is so. If it's done right, it is so if freaking good. I, I've been like in love with. If that. I'm making like a dish for like a big party or or something, I make chicken ziti. Good damn. With vodka and Alfredo sauce. That that's the way to go. It's it's and it's just by me being like an idiot, like just trying different stuff. Like when I started cooking, you know, when I was like twenty, twenty one years old, it's like, whoa, this this one works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's pizza toppings. I feel like there's nothing the one the one pizza topping I will never get behind. I just physically I can't anchovies. It, that oh, that's one. If you would put anchovies on your pizza, I think you need like counseling or something i think people I think that get anchovies on their pizza get it because other people don't like it i i think they're just, just need help i think that's the only reason and and i can't pineapple on pizza is just still so strange to me yeah but i can, I can live see with you it. liking it i i could see you liking it because i mean also florida is funky i mean i never order it but it's like i if it's on it i'm not like 
How dare you? You this doesn't go on pizza. Um, have you seen the video, like these Instagram reels of this girl and she keeps trolling her Italian boyfriend, where it's like she yes. tries to put like pineapple <laughs> on pizza and she did something else too, and he's just like, you cannot do. I'm not gonna do an Italian mm-hmm. accent, but she he is just like dead serious, like you can't do this. Uh, I, I I get a good laugh. We out will of those. Mo- <laughs> we will move. <laughs> we will move. We will move. You will. We will leave. That might be like a crime to put pineapple on pizza in Italy. I Danny, feel like they would just jail you. Can you read the ad? Read the ad. I could read the ad, and I'm gonna read the ad because DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of structures for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Also, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Make sure you bet on the Mets this weekend. They're sweeping the Yankees, guaranteed. Uh, DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. What's actually the schedule for Yankees Mets? uh, Have you seen um, Joe's and Keith on the commercials? Yes. It is quite cool. Have you seen Joe's and Keith on the ESPN commercials? Yes, to the, it is. For the they are time. quite cool. But then that one guy, she's like, 27 rings. It's like, shut up. But uh, <laughs> download, the top, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on, bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. It's promo code JOHNBOY, people, for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbooks for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're in... I lost the other thing. Call where... Oh, no. Indiana. 1-800-WITH-IT. There it is. Got Very blocked good. out by my little thing at the bottom. Good job. That was great. It's your first ad read. It was. I'm very excited. Wait, never mind. All right. You're fine. All right. Next question. Uh, Next question is, because I got to actually learn, I got to go charge my laptop because it wasn't charged. So, Bobby and Justin, this question is just for you. Where was it? It was literally just here. Bobby, Glockersig, Justin, Arito, Fuente, or Pardon. You guys discuss that. I'm going to go grab my laptop because I don't know what JTM at JTM 01234567789 is talking about. Go ahead, Justin. Okay, so the two that um, our friend uh, JTM listed was uh, cigars. They're cigar brands. And I actually just bought, if I could get it. No, I'm not going to get it. I just bought I just bought a box of Arturo Fuentes. Uh, I bought a box so of 25 of them. Cost? It cost. I'm not gonna disclose how much it cost. It cost way, way, way too much. That's... It it was like if you get mad at me because you say smoking cigars is a waste of money. If I told you how much a box of twenty five costed me, you would get five hundred really bucks. So, no, no, well, less than that. Three hundred. Ballpark. Um. So yeah, I, I just uh, uh black label. So I like the darker cigars of Tor Fuentes. It could be kind of lighter. 
um, but they also can be a lot darker. Um, I like shorter ones. I like shorter and thicker ones. You know, if we're talking, you know, Danny, we're talking glizzies, our favorite kind of glizzy. Short, Short and, and thick. Ones. Short and thick, no. Um, so I like the Black Label Fuentes. Um, those are like been, that has been my favorite cigar that I've smoked so far. I have 25 of them. I'm going to Ocean City, Maryland um, next weekend, and I'll, I will be smoking a majority of them. There we freaking go. Just smoke cigarettes. <laughs> like smoking Woody, make smoking Woody proud, and uh, and just smoke cigarettes. I think I'm going to do it when I'm older. Cigarettes? Yeah. No. Why would you smoke cigarettes? That's horrible. Not when I'm older. When it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it just doesn't matter. Just get that point. It just, doesn't matter just what you form do disgusting body. habits in your old age. That's not good. <laughs> Isn't that what being old is? You just become, like, a terrible person. And no, just, being like, old is the opposite. Yeah. That's when you start, like, caring more about stuff. Where it's like, I'm just, it's. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it'll be the, with the advances of, uh. Science and medication. We'll we'll all even we could take complete dog shit care of our bodies and we'll be all right. Glock. Next question. Yes, of course. Uh, what's red and smells like blue paint? Do you guys know this? No, no clue. Come on, just think about it for five seconds. It's probably like a, it's probably like a, a glizzy joke. No? What's red and smells like blue paint? Purple red rain. paint. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> Next question. Uh, you have to pick one picnic long game situation which you would pick. T- which would you pick to join? A Boshe ball. You gotta with start. Kevin. Are you not giving these people's names? Uh, sorry, Westlock at Wessel Wissicles. I realize Westicles. <laughs> Westicles. That's a legendary name, Westlock. Uh, you pick one picnic long game situation. Which would you join? Horseshoes versus Judge, Cornhole with Patrick Graham, Can Jam with Jason Garrett, Ladder Toss with Freddie Kitchens, or Boche Ball with Gettleman? Bocce like, Ball. Oh, Bocce Ball. Bocce Ball. I would do Can Jam with Jason Garrett so I can <laughs> fling him right in the face with uh, with the Frisbee. Well, I was going to say, is Wes put like the best people with the best games. Like The three yeah, games yes. I like the most are uh, Cornhole, ladder, um, ladder Ball, and Horseshoes, and those are with Joe Judge, Patrick Graham, and Freddie Kitchens. Um, Cornhole was with Patrick Graham, right? Yeah. Yes. So, Freddie Kitchens is probably the one I'd want to play with the most, but I like Cornhole more than than I like. I think the, the gap between Freddie Kitchens and Patrick Graham is closer to me than the Cornhole uh, ladder ball game. So, I'm going to go Cornhole with Patrick Graham. But any of those are fun. I actually just bought my dad uh, horseshoes for um, Father's Day. How about that? Couldn't find anything that he didn't have, so I just bought him horseshoes. Um, I keep on uh, buying my parents gifts, by the way, being like, this will be good out of the beach, trying to get them to go to the beach more with their camper. So I can... Because my parents have a camper, and I like it's the one thing it's like I want my... Like, the most time I ever spend with my parents is when they bring their camper out to the beach. So I'm just like, all right, I can go to the beach and basically live there for an entire day. It's it's the perfect uh, thing. And they haven't taken it out there. I mean, it's hard to be just living by the beach. Then, grant, well, granted, I, well, I don't think I want to live by the beach because, like, beach, I feel like hurricanes. My house is gone in about five minutes. But if I, oh, but if I had to choose, I would say cornhole with Patrick Graham. But I am disappointed, Westlock, that there is no spike ball. 
Spikeball is mm. a fantastic I game. I thought about buying Sp- I've never played Spikeball, so I thought oh, about so playing fun. it, but I didn't want to buy it and then suck at it. But I, I think I'm just going to buy it. It's cheap at Walmart. I lost a bet and I had to buy these two kids a meal at college, and that wasn't fun. That was sad days for me. You know, I'm going to buy a Spikeball thing this weekend for the 4th of July. How about that? It's a solid game. Tim Coffee I- in the chat says lawn darts with Garrett's face, which is pretty good. Yep. Um, that's I will, why I want to do Can Jam, because I, I can fling the frisbee in his face. I will say, though, bocce ball of Gelman, I feel like Gelman's just got to be that weird uncle at parties that tells some strange stories. You're like, oh, yeah, th- thanks, Uncle Dave. And you're like, oh, and then you go to your parents, like, what the hell's wrong with Uncle and Dave? I feel like bocce ball's an old man's Dave. game, too. And Gettleman would be, per- like, Gettleman would probably ball out. And, you know, he's just a great trash talker who, would, like, would if he's really beating you, would really annoy you. And I feel like Joe Judge could, I feel like he'd be a little. Oh, too, I, I think I could see him being over competitive to where it's like it's unenjoyable playing horseshoes with him. Yeah, I feel like he'd be like, oh, that one counts, that one counts, or like you foot, you know, you were across the line, or what, you know. I can really see that uh, being Joe Judge. Now, if he gets a, I, th- I think if he gets a brewski in his hand, he's, he he comes down. That's that's my theory. If he doesn't, if he doesn't have the brewski in his hand, he's going to be like that. Um, and then Graham's, you know, Freddie's a good old boy. Um, ladder ball is fun. I, I, I like that. This was a great question by Westlock. He really took the time to like put these guys in the correct game. Oh yeah. I mean this this yeah, these are like the some of like the best questions for the fourth of July mailbag. And then the next question comes from Austin Lanetta at Austin underscore oh wait. Is it Ionetta? I think oh, it's no, Ionetta. Austin Ionetta, mm-hmm. my apologies, Austin at Austin underscore Ionetta. Why did you guys choose your hand? Why did you guys choose your hand in mind by Explosion in the Sky to be your outro song? Never heard of it before the pod, but I love that song now. Thanks, guys. Love the pod and keep up the great work. I mean, I just love that song from Friday Night Lights, and it just makes everything sound more intense. And honestly, I was just putting together an intro outro for the first ever Giants Nation podcast. Did that and just kind of just stuck with it, and it's we've. We've I think we've done it for every. I think it's been the outro for every single episode. Yep, every single one. I think I, I think at that point, like if any like parts of the show could change, like that that's just bound to happen. But I feel like the outro always has to stay the same. Just I mean, like, every like, football season, I listen to that song, like on the first, like the first day of uh, the first day of the Giants game. I am listening to that song over and over again. It doesn't have a single word, and I usually hate like instrumental songs where it's no words or whatever. That is one where it's like it just gets you pumped up every single time. You put that that music with anything, and it'll get you just ready to run through a wall. I find myself like the week before, like a few weeks before the season like officially begins, I'm just listening to like the Fox NFL and CBS theme randomly, just because I need to get myself psyched up, and that does exactly that for me. Yeah, here's something I've thought about changing, and I know that people are gonna really bite into this because some people hate it. I've thought about changing the pre um, the preview uh, show intro from "Let's Go to War." Oh, yeah, people really will not like that. Well, do you think enough people? I just I feel like a song I, like you know, that. I'm gonna, here, for like, I'm gonna be honest. I really do like that. I love it. Yeah, because like that's like gets you that just gets you psyched up. But I, I mean, like, like if after you want... 17 weeks of it, you couldn't be like like. Like it, three years running of seventeen weeks of it, I feel like some people might not like it. But it's only, but it, it, it's only for the seventeen weeks, though. It's only for those weeks. Every single touchdown, and D- Danny's right. It's not like this is one hundred and sixty-two games in baseball or eighty-two in basketball, or whatever. Um, 
every single touchdown the Giants score back in the New York Groove plays. And I, I can't, if they ever change it, I'm writing a letter. I, I have never written a letter to John Mayer. I will write a letter to John Mayer if they change it. What about the Wednesday, the distance song by Cake? I'd be open to that. I'm not attached to that. I like it. I do like it. I like the fact that we have our songs. Uh, now, YouTube people don't know what we're talking about. So, but podcast, you know, podcast app, you can do whatever you yeah, want. You're really so. doing yourself a disservice by not having the intros for the podcast if you listen to YouTube. Like, if, yeah. if listen, if you like YouTube more, but if you are like, if you're a YouTube watcher who watches every one of our podcasts or majority of them, I would just play the intro. Just like it's now during the season, it's predictable because there's four songs we use the entire season. But in the off season, it's like I keep a notes app of it, and I'll put out a tweet at the end of the off season of like these were our intros for, for the off season. Um, which, by the way, speaking of tradition, this episode has the same intro every single year too. Boom! There you go. Fourth of Boom. July by or uh, Saturday in the Park by Chicago. Like the only way, like uh, unless you're super like superstitious as thunder yeah, just cracks, that's the only way I I would want the song to be changed. But I feel like no matter what, I mean, before the song started, the Giants were terrible. And since the show's been on the air, the Giants have not been good. So no reason to change it. That's the only reason why. The victory one was very well, like, because we had, you know, me and Danny, we had a pretty decent audience. But it also grew a big chunk to 2020 where it was like week six. And it's like nobody, like majority of people don't know what the intro song is for our our, our winning episodes. Um, and then we finally beat Washington week six. All right. I do want like if this show started in 2020, like say it started in 2020, would there have been like a major difference just because of how weird it was that year? Like, just feel like 2019 no was an awesome year to start. I feel like. for a team that wasn't good, I feel like it was the best year to start. We got the Odell trade, that was the rookie big quarterback. For us. Quarterback drafted a quarter. I mean, quarterback really is what like the new quarterback. I mean, it's it'll be like. So last off season, like in these type of months, I was like, I was kind of disappointed in like, you know, how like the engagement and stuff. It's like, dude, you guys drafted a left tackle, not a quarterback. And we were, I mean, Danny, we were just going nonstop on Daniel Jones analysis, you know, charting every deep pass, every third down, every pass outside the pocket, like everything. Um, so it was, it was, uh, pretty good. Um, this year we got no UDFAs to break down. I mean, they really screwed us this year with, uh, with the draft stuff. It was, it was more about trades than it was players, um, but but back on point, twenty nineteen was because you had, and then you had the goodbye of Eli. Um, it, it was a I th- it, and there was you know the George Jenkins like it was a you know Daniel Jones day, first couple of weeks were you know the highest of highs at a coach being fired, so twenty nineteen was a very eventful, engaging year, for a team that went um, four and twelve. I think they went yeah, yeah four and twelve. Yeah. That was a uh, yeah. I, I do agree with that. And then Eli Warman, he has a lot of questions. Final question, I believe, from him is a topic, take, or conversation you regret having on the pod. I think when Justin first joined, we did our big running back thing. I think looking back at that, that was a bad way to start the show. <laughs> like it was, it was like we like we we had decided before the show. It's like, hey, we're gonna argue about this, and we just. We like we turned into more of a screaming match than than conversation. It was like first take more than uh yeah or Skip and Shannon you know. So that um that probably wasn't great. I think the draft segment this year, the redraft, 
was I it was a good idea in my head, but looking back, it wasn't great. Um, there's not really any takes I have that I want to take back. Now, I I will say me crapping on the Steve Smith Sterling Shepard that probably would be one. Um, after the Bucks game, I was being a little baby about like people say mean things on the internet sometimes, and I look <laughs> back at that, it's like shut up. It's like five people. It's, it's get over yourself. Um, besides that, nothing really. 2019 pre the draft, because there's probably some dumb stuff we I said because I wasn't as into this as I am now. Where now it's like I'd be a lot more careful with what I was saying. Yeah, anything, anything with like bleeding blow giant stuff. Um, at least before 2019 is like, oh, I probably, I probably shouldn't have not shouldn't have said it but i i don't go back and listen to stuff i have really. one for you justin um, sure because i don't I, I, i'm i think i'm perfect and i don't do anything wrong so what's one for me you call joe judge a coward yeah i knew you were gonna go there but i i don't why did you call joe judge a coward because he didn't go for it on a fourth down oh i forgot i i I can't wait, Justin, for those fourth down conversations to start back up again this season. Oh yeah, Justin I mean, did it. Real, Justin and probably that like coward is a very strong word, and Justin was like using it like it's silly goose or something. Like coward is a very like strong word. What what game was that? Do you remember the Browns? It was the Cleveland game? No, no, it was not it was the, the Cleveland game. game. No, the Cleveland the Cleveland game. He was being aggressive. Yeah, but the first uh, drive of the second half, he, he they punted on like the uh, Browns forty three. No, oh, I thought I thought it was another game because the Cleveland game I was happy with his aggression because his aggression is like the reason why we even had like a shot in that game instead of just kicking field goals. Um. Yeah, in terms of like going for it on fourth down, you know that stupid conversation. You I mean, were you right. Know, but, I agreed with you, but saying calling Joe Judge a coward, I thought was like the worst choice of words you've ever had in your life. Yeah, well, well, everybody makes mistakes, but I that that was one, and I but I'm still perfect. Um, but in terms of the fourth down conversation that happens online every year, and you know, um, it's never going to be one that anybody is ever going to win because even when you show like, hey, you know, there's a you can show like two plus two equals four, and well, it's the game of football. Sometimes it's 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 so nuanced, but you can show that by going for it on fourth down and by executing. I mean, that's also the thing too. It's not just going for it on fourth down. You have to execute. Um, you know, executing on fourth down by doing that and putting seven points on the board instead of three, it kind of dramatically increases your odds of winning. And people people would rather lose like twenty one to seventeen versus twenty one to ten. Or twenty-one to sixteen versus twenty-one to twenty-one to twenty. Whatever. Like the people would rather have the score closer if it means like, oh, we were in the game rather than losing by a lot more. But you were being aggressive and maybe you didn't convert on fourth down. Um, it's it's the craziest concept. Like losing is losing. It shows up in the loss column no matter what. But I'm never gonna win a a fourth down debate if somebody disagrees with me. So. That is true. Um, for my take, I, I probably said something nice about Sam Beal in 2019 because I thought he was really going to be something. I'm going to be that's honest. what you regret. <laughs> that 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 that's one uh, take. I pro- I probably said like, oh, dude, I I probably hammered home that people were said Sam Beal is the greatest player to come out of supplemental drafts since Josh Gordon. I probably hammered that take home in 2019, and man, did I just get let down dramatically. I Sam Beal, you absolute traitor. I, I trusted you. 
You were like a brother to me. Which the Gi- the NFL though? didn't do the supplemental draft this year. I was kind of disappointed. Like that's I always look forward to that in the first week of July. And Did you guys hear that? Like the the thunder? Oh, I heard it. Yeah, I, 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 I literally that. saw the lightning bolt struck. Like literally, I saw it. It was quite impressive. That was quite cool. And yeah. but also, I agree with Bobby. Like 2019. We we probably said some stupid stuff. I just know that Janoris Jenkins episode, even though it was one of our, I think one of the most random, greatest episodes we've had. Stuff that we probably regret on that one. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna come back about like when I'm getting like a job and I'll be like, oh, if we did that one? episode now, people would be oh. like, you'd get like a lot of people be mad, but it was like our diehards were listening and they were like, this is good stuff because they liked us more for us more than they were just like, I want to consume Giants content. Where it's like we had pretty much like I was in New York, we had pretty much you know Janoris Jenkins. It was the day, the night before Janoris Jenkins was cut. I was pissed off at people because they're you know talking about we should you know draft Tua, um, and and I was in New York. So I didn't do a ton of like pre- like prep that day, so we were just pretty. We're, we are very much in just like screw it. Like we didn't even title it Dolphins Preview. Where the title was weird in New York. Yeah, that, that that would probably be the only uh moment of the show that would probably come and back and The post Odell trade that we recorded that night. We recorded maybe an hour after. I was very emotional um in it. And then like if you listen to the episode like a like a week later when I like really had my thoughts through, I was like, Okay, this is actually a good trade. Well in the end but in that the moment, I think I was very emotional. But I think it was better we did that then because that also drove up viewership. Like if we waited like a day to talk about uh, two days to talk about Odell, it wouldn't have been real emotion. I did not want Odell traded flat out. But that and I still, I, well, I won't say that now. I still agree with that now. But when it happened, I was like, how are we trading a superstar wide receiver for free picks that we may not know that pans out? Granted, those picks are now looking better. I well, granted two I, of them. I are asked for him to be one. traded after the Eagles Thursday night game in 2018. Because that was like the interview, and then the Thursday night game, he walks off at halftime. Before halftime, and I was like, "Trade him, I'm done." Um, but it was it was just we and we just were not consumed with this like this before. Like to- Giants Nation podcast was way lower on the totem pole than t- uh, Simple Man Radio was at the time. Yeah. You know, like I even remember telling Danny, "It's like this is going to take a backseat to Simple Man." So I was not like I didn't think my takes through all the time. So that that would be one. We we had to act like Stephen A. Smith for that show. It was the only way. The only way. Uh, next question comes from Nick at Nick Tezo One. He asks, "Can Danny describe his experience with Blue Chew?" You know what? No, you can't. <laughs> can I pair this with that? Starting off with that, <laughs> I, I don't think that's a good way. Justin, can you just bleep everything I said and like have a, a like a beep? Yeah. All right. Well, Danny, because Danny, I've heard some good things about this stuff. Look, no one's perfect. Not even Danny King. Even the best players strike out with bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes, they're bad people. Free putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash world now. Oh, I just realized our promo code is world, as in Talking Giants versus the world. Oh, look at that! Because they remember they asked us what could be some promo codes if we can't use Giants. So it is getroman.com slash world. Talking Giants versus the world. Get Roman versus the world. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation on and ongoing care 
for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Get, getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash world. That's GetRoman.com slash world and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash world now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash world. Get started now uh, to save $15 on your first month of treatment. And um, and that's how I met your mother, Nick. Is your... Danny, can your nickname be GetRoman? I think it's Getro Man. If you get Roman, it's get Getro Man. Getro Man, yeah. Mm, interesting. I'm stealing that from somebody, but it's okay. Um, I love it. Next question. Uh, ben- Danny, I heard you've been using Get Roman, right? Of, of course. I'm uh, uh, specifically Get Roman right now. Oh, okay. Next question. This, this, this is best? such a... But once I'm up in Ithaca, i got to support the Bomber Blue. Uh... <laughs> uh if, what is going on? If, Next question. If you could be any fictional character, who would you be and why? This was a really tough question for me because I don't really like have like fiction. Like the shows I liked, I like to watch shows that are like based on true stories. Ricky would be one just because it has to be kind of on brand. But here's one, and this is very like jockish. Billy Bob Thornton, Coach Gaines in Friday Night Lights. Connie Burton is the wife. Yeah. Is she the wife in the movie or the show? Uh, You're thinking of the show. Movie. Uh, but I don't know actors and actresses' names, so I have no idea what her name is in real life. But I, but being a high school football coach, there's a lot less. Like I could never like. Well, one, I don't have the capacity. Like, like I don't understand the game enough to do that. Um, but like the time, like you have to put into being a college coach or an NFL coach, I, I would never desire that. You just basically have to neglect your entire like I neglect my life enough for talking Giants. I couldn't imagine for being a coach. Um, where a high school coach, you don't have to do that. Um, so I, I think that would be pretty cool. Jack Bauer. That's twenty. I've Jack never Bauer. watched Twenty Four, but I know that name. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, so are we going real or fake? I'm generally. Do you know what fictional right means, Fic- college boy? Fictional. No, no, I I do, but because I because you said college uh, Friday Night Lights, and that's 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 a real show. What am I? My it's not. Am I it's not. It's it's for. Oh, that is true, Billy. Bob, that is a true. I, dang, I screwed up. Yeah, you college up, pays um, off. <clears throat> Danny reads directions. It's, it's, I really don't watch a lot of like fictional character stuff. Like for me, like I, I, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars guy. The stuff I do is I like feel- like like what I want to be. Um, what's the Breaking Bad guy's character? Walter White. Well, like, like I don't want to be a drug, a meth dealer, you know? Yeah, he also has cancer for the majority of the yeah, show. Yeah, so like all, all yeah. those shows, it's like I would never want to be, like even Ricky, it's like, you know, I love that show and I would, you know, for a time, but at the end of the day, it'd be like, this kind of sucks, you know, having to go to jail all the time. Like, I, I'm, I'm a Star Wars guy. I, I think, even though like he, really? like his life is screwed, Anakin Skywalker would be kind of a sick dude. Man just goes out there, is just... A badass does what he wants. That's, I feel like that's who I want. Has some daddy issues, doesn't he? He does, and then he also has like really uh, emotional tears between like good and bad. So he's got kind of messed up. It does have family issues, but 
Man is pretty freaking cool, if you ask me. I mean, if, I mean, having issues with like good and evil. I mean, that's you every day. I mean, you you evaluate. You know, am I going to be good or am I going to be an absolute, you know, evil human being? You have to weigh that every single day, don't you, Danny King? Oh, every day. Like I wake up and like, do I be a menace to society today yeah. or do I help make it better? Okay. And every day right. he says I'll be a menace. All right, next question. Oh wait, first that question that that question was asked by Ben Butler. If I forgot that oh one, next God. question comes from Leon slash Fail Alarm at Fail Alarm. He has something fun. You start a basketball team and you are only and you are only allowed to use Giants players. What does your starting five look like okay. and why? So we're gonna do a draft of this, and we gotta go Good quick. Draft. You know, sometimes we can we could explain our picks for fifteen minutes. So the rules are. You either have to have three offensive players or three defensive. Like you, the split has to be three and two, and you can't pick more than two players from one uh, position group. How do you guys want to? Dis- uh, we'll do snake draft. How do you guys want to describe? Do the order? Is this only current players? Yes, current players. Uh, oh, damn it! I was gonna do a special teams player. Um. So here, how how should we do the order? Okay, I I'm gonna write down. Three numbers between one and fifty, and I'm gonna seventeen. Stop! I didn't write down the second number. Now I, it, it's gonna affect how I do it. All right. Well, between number fifty-one. <laughs> really? All right. Rock paper here. scissors. Okay. Huh, simple. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoe. shoe. We all tied. You know what? Like here. That was really good radio. Here, actually, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, I just took the numbers one, two, and three and put them in a, in an order. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justin, what number will you pick? Three. Danny. One. Okay, I put it literally in one, two, three. So Danny is first. I'm second. Justin third. Danny, who is the first pick for your basketball Wait, team? Is Kadarius Tony six foot? I thought he was under six. He's foot. six foot. That's crazy. That's news to me. Uh, my first, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I, I, I'm going to save that one for one of you two. For my first player, I'm going to take. I got to take Kenny Galladay. I want him. I'm going to have my man be the small forward. We're going to rock him at the small. We got to see how your team plays out first. Galladay may, may be the best player on the team. He could jump. I don't. I don't know how his shooting is, but it's just the wide receiver position to check. I'm taking Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is a good basketball player. He play, like his brother plays for Duke right now. Like think about that. Bates Jones will be playing for Duke in Coach K's last year as a as a coach in his farewell tour. You're gonna see Daniel Jones' brother on the sideline. For every little freaking farewell thing that Coach K gets. Daniel Jones is a baller. They went and played with Denny Hamlin. You know, Jay Billis talked about how good he is. I am picking Dan- Daniel Jones as my first pick. And that's why I wanted the first pick so badly. Because I thought one of you guys would pick it. Justin. No. No. I wanted... I This is working out perfectly. Exactly the way that I wanted to. Give me Dexter Lawrence. Oh. He was seeing this offseason dunking a basketball. So give me him. He's going to be my, my big man. And then um, I have the snake around, right? Yep. Give me Evan Ingram. His uh his sister was a uh, his sister was in the WNBA. So then give me Evan Ingram. That's a good one. I I forgot about that. So they play basketball all the time. Okay. I'm gonna double up on receivers here. Or no, I don't have the double up pick. I'm going Darius Slayton. Darius was another guy spotted with Daniel Jones at Danny Hamlin's 
um, house playing basketball. I've seen him do little fadeaways in football drills where he's like, you know, like I just, I've seen it. Basketball guy, good confidence, 39 and a half inch uh, vertical, so you know he could dunk. I'm picking Darius Slayton second. Danny, you have two picks now. So I'll pick. Uh, my next pick is going to be Levine Tully. Oh, damn it. It's a good pick. Oh, it's six really foot eight. I was really hoping. I, I, damn it. I really wanted Tori Lolo. That screws up my whole strategy. Set set the screens. Get the rebounds. It's as simple as that. Then for my next pick, John Ross. Speed. Give me that shooting guard position. My man's going to be sprinting up and down the court. So I was going to have Levine Tori Lolo be my center. Um, and so Danny, you took three offensive players. So you know, your next two have to be defense. Um, I have two offensive players and I am going to go offense again. So I'm finishing off my offensive players, Matt Parrott. I got my center in Matt Parrott. Matt Parrott is from really? the Bronx. I'm pretty sure he's more of like a basketball fan than he is a football fan too. I mean, UConn. Yeah. You, like Matt Parrott is a basketball player. So I now have my center in Matt Parrott. Um, he was second on my big board for a uh, big man, by the way. Okay. So, Justin, your pick. Justin, my pick. Um, I kind of feel like I got to do it, right? I mean, man, I have some good athletes on the board. I'm doubling up. Give me Jabril. Jabril's just an old, you know, really good athlete. Um, he's going to play wherever he's going to play. I know he's a little bit shorter. And I'm going back-to-back short, uh, short-term kings on the basketball court. Um, Saquon Barkley. Seen up in playing playing some basketball with uh with Bob Menery. Um Oh yeah, you know, that, is he good? I think there was one other guy that he was playing with that I'm not gonna reveal that he he might have been shooting a little bit better, but I mean Saquon's just an awesome athlete, and if he has that experience, I'm just gonna take him because he's a much better athlete. So this is my pick. This guy, this is funny, we're all basically basing this off of Instagram stories. <laughs> um <laughs> it really is. Um this guy trained at the Mamba Academy last year. You know who this is? And I can't believe Justin passed this guy up. Leonard Williams. Damn it. Leonard mm. Williams. He trained at the Mamba Academy. He plays basketball. He dunks. So now I got Matt Paired at the five and Leonard Williams at the four. I have I got the big men locked up. I got I got a big man. Right now I got uh Daniel Jones, who's six foot six, gonna play that, you know, six foot five, gonna play that three, does, like basically does everything. And Slayton at the two, I just got to figure out my point guard now. So, Danny, your last two picks. They have to be both defense, though. Justin, I, I saved Leonard for you. I was hoping you would take him. No, I thought I, you were going to be all over Leonard. I got my Williams. big man. I already got my big man. And then, all right, so I got to take two defense. Oh, my point guard's Xavier McKinney. Okay. Get my man at the point. And now I need a power forward. Leonard Williams was my guy. So now give me a second here to figure out who the heck else I could take here. This Giants roster does not seem very accurate right now. That's my next comment. Oh, power forward, give me... Oh, Ellerson Smith. Oh, that's a good pick. I forgot about six, Ellerson. 6'6". Six. Athlete could be something special in both football, and I think he could carry my basketball team. Not carry, but he could also help the... I, I need a point guard, so I'm not getting, no one from the D liner edge group is going to play point guard for me. The inside linebacker group, I really don't like any of them as a basketball. Maybe Tay Crowder, but I don't really like him in a basketball sense. Um, the corners, 
I don't know if I want to do a Dory Jackson or a Logan Ryan as my point guard, but Logan Ryan is a leader. So Logan Ryan is my point guard. That's exactly why I, I wrote him down. Yeah, he was, he was like he was up there because hey, he's just a leader. He's gonna lead everybody. All right, Justin. So Justin, you have off. You could pick any position, any from from your for your last pick. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I, I need a. I need like a power forward, and it's like you know, do I want to go another big guy? Like, do I go Andrew Thomas and like you know, um, Dexter Lawrence and just be like huge but powerful go center? Small. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go Lorenzo Carter. I think he's gonna be like my he's gonna be like my power forward, small forward. He's a little bit diverse. He's a freakish athlete, you know. So, um, you know, Evan Ingram and you know uh, all, all all my Georgia Bulldogs, Evan Ingram and uh, you know Lorenzo Carter. They're they're all they're all playing with Evan Ingram's sister, and sh- and she's getting my team right. The only player I wish I took uh, was Mike Glennon. Give mm. that I long neck. It, but I could also see Glennon sucking at basketball too. Oh yeah, I would have shocked. All right, me. so man, it's not the give up. Give your lineup and just a quick like synopsis on how your team's gonna play. So Logan Ryan is my point guard. Darius Slayton is my two. DJ's playing the three. Leonard as the four. Matt Parrott is the five. I mean, we're gonna be playing. We're gonna be trying to get some offensive boards with Parrott and Leonard. You know, put back dunks. Um, Darius Slayton's probably more of a slasher who shoots a little too much. And Logan Ryan is a true like you know dish guy. But Daniel Jones is my best player. Like he set, he knows how to set other guys up. But he can score off of off of the dribble. He can spot up and shoot. He can come off of a screen. Like Daniel Jones is the best player. He is what makes my team tick. And my big guys, there is a very clear like, go for. We want you getting offensive boards. Justin, go. What? Give me your lineup and your uh, team's playing style. Saquon Barkley is my point guard. Jabril Peppers is my shooting guard. Evan Ingram is my small forward. Lorenzo Carter is my power forward. Dexter Lawrence is my center. I mean, I have a team of athletes. I, th- I think out of all these three teams, um, the these th- you know uh, these five guys are like the best athletes at even each spot. I mean, Jabril Peppers just being a you know all around you know pro and you know great athlete and what what he does. Saquon has you know, a little bit of basketball experience you know via the Instagram stories. Evan Ingram with the with the sister and I, you know I'm she's the head coach. I mean Evan Ingram's uh, a WNBA. Uh, sister is going to be the head coach of the team. I don't think she plays anymore, but that's even going to be my head coach, and she's going to coach these guys up, and we're going to dominate. For me, it's uh, I change. I, I'm going to do John Ross at the point, Xavier at shooting, Kenny at small, Ellerson at power, then Levine at center. Balance lineup. I got speed. I got power. I got sharp shooters. I got great hands. So I don't know it, if you have over. shooters, but you do have speed, like John Ross. Levine Torilolo is going to be the fast is going to be the most in shape center. Um, although Leonard might be a better athlete, you know what? Levine Torilolo is going to be the most in shape center. Galladay's he's just gonna he, he's just gonna go up there, grab the ball, and then just put it back up. So is Galladay your powerful or no? Ellers, you have Small. you have the fastest. Like your team's going to be throwing all oops and stuff like and and driving. I don't know if anybody can shoot. Maybe Kenny Galladay can shoot a little bit, but. Um, that is all right, Justin. We need to make a. Can you make a graphic of our teams? I can, and maybe have I like a. You know, we put together like a, a ten word quote on. Um, Would you like three separate graphics? No, like next to each other. Like, I can do that. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to fit like a quote about each team, but I can definitely fit like our our starting five for each team. Yeah, I can do that. I, actually, no, do three separates then, and then we'll just put out on Instagram and Twitter. So how about that? Um. All right, cool. Next, that was an awesome question. Those are I love. I love that. It might be my favorite question of the whole of the whole show. 
All right, next question. Do we have any yes, more? Yes, Leon Failarm. Yes, we do. We have a few more. Uh, Mr. Brown said, asked, my son asked me the other day what a glizzy was, so my question is, which one of you is most likely to become a father There's first? so many new listeners have no idea guy? why we keep saying glizzy, but uh, I don't feel like telling that story. If you don't, you lived under a rock in 2020. Yeah, but it's like, specifically to us, like we were tweeting about hot dogs all of July. Like every time someone was eating a hot dog, they tweeted at Talking Giants and we'd retweet it. Um, and then it got mainstream. First one of us to have kids. I mean, Danny's with you know get get roman all the time um get roman use a promo code world i can see it being Check danny's out. in college getting a girl pregnant D- mm-hmm. danny danny I, I think it's you is the question Probably. who is going to be the first father or who is who, first, who would be first, first father person have kids? who would be the better dad yeah, i think would i would be the, be the best dad? dad of course you do <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say justin why would justin be the best dad I mean, like, I just feel like Justin is that type of father. Like, make a Bobby, graphic for this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bobby, I feel like I feel like you're gonna be in Florida. Your kid's gonna be on the roof of the car holding something. You're gonna have him holding a shopping cart as you're driving 100 miles per hour down a highway. Tell him like, let it go, and then he's just gonna let go of the shopping cart. He's gonna hit another like car or something. Just gonna be absolute menace down there, in Florida. I feel like Justin, just a calm individual. Just I can see him with the white picket fence that everyone says is the goal of Americans. Oh, yeah. The white picket fence, a dog. Free kids, it's. I feel like that's just perfect for Justin. But I, I kind of like hate like the American dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that's like, not like in, in the sense like coming here and like you know building your own life like that. But like the very cookie cutter like bland. Like I, I can't do that. Like I hope I never get to a point where it's like, hey Richard, how you doing? How are the kids? Telling good corny. Like I can't ever do that. You know. Well, that is my life, so. Like, corporate talk. Okay, so, like, when John Boy Media does, like, corporate meetings, like, meeting, not corporate meetings, but, like, company meetings, and people are telling, like, they're, ooh, these jokes, and they're, like, saying nice things about each other, I just, it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I'm really good at doing that, so you must really hate me in those. I love making the small talk. Yeah, okay, I will say, you get under my skin in those meetings sometimes yeah or it's I like know, just I shut know. up justin yeah that's because we never well here's the thing we never are part of like the central company so whenever we do show our face it's like yeah you know if i'm gonna you know i'll, I'll you know be if i see bbd if i see david i'll be like hey what's going on you know kyle dan rourke and yeah you know i don't we, we never get a chance to talk to them so it's like i'm we're i'm gonna talk and like laugh gotta yeah. please the bosses no, That's I never not. talk to the bosses. I talk to the to the people that work. Uh, See, they're the only people I do talk to is Jim and Jake, and I talk to Kyle sometimes too. And I'll text BBD every once in a while. It's like that are the only people I talk to. Um. All right. Next question. Uh. Yeah. We we got it. All right. So let's start with this. Which three giants would you want to be with in a zombie ap- if a zombie apocalypse occurred? Let's Father work together God. on this. We're Leonard Williams. Out. He spear fishes. He knows how to use a spear. We can use a spear gun. Leonard Williams is one. Give me DeAndre Baker. <laughs> Let's do current so, Giants. Sam Beal. He doesn't count. <laughs> I have two. I have two. Logan Ryan, Sandro Platzgummer. Why Platzgummer? Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan because he's a leader. Yeah. <laughs> Sandro because he like hikes in the mountains. Okay, so I debated pitting. I have my three. My uh, 
But I feel like Blake Martinez, who's a leader, would be a better fit for the zombie thing. Like, I feel like he would just embrace it. He'd be doing Pokemon spells. <laughs> no, but we need a big man to help like, with I power. think Blake Martinez would die really for me. I don't know there. if Logan Ryan would. I think I Logan think we, Ryan would tell me he'd die for me, but wouldn't really. I think I think I noticed me and Justin just get really, like, for some reason, frustrated when you said Pokemon spells. Because that just really bothered me. I, and I know it bothered Justin. But we need a big man. And we need, like, Dexter Lawrence. Because, like, we need the brute to, like, clear the well, way for us. Like, flip well, a Leonard Williams. That's what and then I got Williams Jabril because Jabril's just yeah, a true. savage. Yeah, true. I said that's savage. fair. Classy, bougie, rage. I thought my Sam Beal joke was funny. It just... was. But it's Sam Beal didn't shoot his gun. He just had a gun. Sometimes people who have the guns are the weakest people in the world because they're so scared. <sighs> Yeah, you know, maybe I'm afraid of conflict nowadays. By the way, because of guns. Good for you. I'm. You should be. Because people will shoot you. It's 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 screwed up. Like I I am afraid. Of, like like even like I like, and when I was younger, I would be like, very. Now it's like I, I I'm you know like the whole little Caesars thing. What's what is going through the back of my head is not like oh getting arrested or you know for fighting an old man in a little Caesars. In my back of my head is like this guy. If he does get real, you know, big on me and I have to do something, like him just pulling out his gun and being like, I def- I'm defending myself. That's so. I may- It'd really be like the purge out there. Um, So, Sam really Beal, how about be. that? Shout out to Sam, Sam Beal. Love you, Sam Beal. Thank you for making me look like an idiot. Next question <laughs> comes from All Things Giants. I listen to each of your respective pro- uh, pods prior to you guys forming your Freeman Voltron. My question is What is your origin story? How'd you come together? Pause. Pause. I mean, I I think it's just through social media, and then when Danny was you know getting ready to college, and so then we added Justin. I mean, I just kind of I liked what Justin was doing, pretty much simple as that. I, I I've I've met Justin before. I've actually met Bobby, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yes. For me and Danny, it was through a company called Wegren. Okay, let me do the quick origin story of Talking Giants within a minute. I was doing Superman Radio, a podcast where it was basically just about sports. Was doing interviews with NFL players. Asked the Chicago Bears podcast if they had any tips for an interviews with a Chicago Bear player named Richard Fant. They didn't, but they reached back out and they were part of a company called Wegren Enterprises. And they were trying to reach their, their New York uh, branch of their company. They're very big in Philly. They were trying to reach New York. And so they saw that I had a New York tent. They did that, blah, blah, blah. So they had a page called Giants Nation at, at Giants Nation NYC. If you want to get into blogging, I suggest you go there. They'll take you, and it's a good place to learn and see what you're about. That's what Danny King did. Danny King joined through that. Danny was doing a really good job with that page because really no one was doing a good job with that page. And I always wanted to do a Giants podcast, but I didn't have a co-host. Asked Danny King if he'd be down. We did a couple. We did a test show, liked it, launched it. Um. Had a relationship with Jake from him coming on Simple Man Radio. Talked to John Boy Media when when they were pretty or when they weren't even really John Boy Media yet. No, um, they were just talking Yanks. They were kind of small, and I pitched them Simple Man Radio. And hey, we got this Giants Nation podcast. We can s- switch to the Talking Giants right before John Boy Media blew up. And if I asked them about that three months later, we would not be partnered with John Boy Media. Um, the 2019 draft blew us up. Uh, connected with Justin a little bit. He was doing Bleeding Blue. I wanted Justin to be the co-host. I asked Justin. We made the change. Danny, um, you know, he's in college now, writing and doing other uh, social media and stuff. And ever since then, it's been the show. Bam. All right. Next Just question. Like that. 
Uh, next question is, I, I, I lost my thing because I was questioning how the Mets were doing. I saw they're down 3-1, so now I'm sad. The final, there's one question left. The final question of the 4th of July mailbag. It comes from our friend Stephen Brown at FF Steve Brown. He asked, could you see VR training becoming a beneficial way to help NFL athletes? Think specifically that maybe Daniel Jones could do it to prog- pro- progress his decision making, oh, progress his decision making, going through his reads without actually being in danger of getting hit. Uh, and you guys have a thought on that? Well, they they practice with red jerseys, so they don't get hit anyways. Um, but I could see it happening, but not anytime soon. I mean, it's basically like playing Madden virtual virtual reality. That's basically what it'd be. It'd be playing Madden with the with those big goggles that make people look dumb. Yeah. I racing. I know you know for racing that that helps them. You know if they actually sit in like the simulated rig and you know they can feel they can feel the the quote unquote car and stuff like that. Um, but VR. Um, I think it would be cool. It'd I think definitely. it would be cool if, if if they could if they could do it. I don't know how much it would actually help, but why not? Would, why? Uh, not yeah it would definitely be cool i feel like that's just how tech it's, it's going to progress to the point where vr because like vi- pilots train kind of vr before they get on the real plane so mm-hmm. i don't see why it wouldn't work also i blatantly lied there's one more and it's from tim coffee oh god this tim 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 coffee <laughs> chug big t he asked if justin and bobby are throwing a pregame party for 112 people and each person gets two hamburgers and free hot dogs how many packages of hot dog slash hamburger buns does Justin's mom have to buy if the buns come in packs of aid? And why will Justin have to help Bobby solve this? So two why, hamburgers why a, and three hot dogs? Why is this a math problem? It's because I, I, of the Mr. Brownstone joke about us being like, well, you're very close to the screen and looking frustrated and I look dumb in the background like I'm clueless. And remember, Mr. Brownstone oh. was like, Looks like Justin's, which was a great tweet, by the way, by Mr. It, looks like Justin's trying to help follow. Like, that's really the best description of it. So, two hamburgers and three hot dogs, he said? Yes, two hamburgers and three hot How dogs. How many people? 112. All right, so 112 divided by two, divided by eight. Um, 20 packs of hamburger buns, and then 112 times three divided by eight. 42 packs of hot dog buns. That's what it would be. I'm pretty sure that's right. Someone check the math on that. All right, that is our Fourth of July mailbag. Uh, we will be, we're going to be off next week, but there's still podcasts. We're having one on Tuesday. Uh, we're it, this one's probably going to be on Tuesday. We have Sanjo Plaskomer on, running back for the Giants of the Inter- International Pathway Program, and Ruben oh, Vargas is Zona Hagantes. So it's like highlighting like the international the game growing internationally. I really loved Tuesday's episode, by the way. It was fun. Really it was a fun it. interview. Like, yeah. Sandra was very personable, um, and, and, and we had fun with it. Where's she from again? Austria. Austria? Yes. And on then we also recorded, like, a, a Bleeding Blue Talking Giants, like, collab, which will probably come out on Friday, but we there's some other things we're trying to do that if they come up, it's going to be like, we just got to do it now. So we'll see what happens. Um, but that's like most likely the the schedule for next week. So, oh, and also, and huge bigger news. I think bigger than this entire show. Honestly, blogs are coming back. We're we're trying to find a way to get them back, but they're coming. Okay, blogs, baby, blogs. Blogging, Danny will be back. Lead writer for Talking Giants. Um, so yeah, uh, enjoy the Fourth of July. See you on the next Fourth of July mailbag, which will be next year. Um, you know, 
on the 4th of July. Funny how that works. So we'll see you guys then. Appreciate you. Until then, let's go Big Blue.